Hi everyone, welcome back to Generation with your host, Jani Nguyen. Let's begin with a positive affirmation for the day. And let's repeat it three times. I am deeply grateful for all that I am blessed with. I am deeply grateful for all that I am blessed with. I am deeply grateful for all that I am blessed with. We often forget what our lives are filled with, so let's take a moment and be thankful for what we have and what we are rich in. Is it love, faith, family or friends? Whatever it may be, let's not forget to celebrate that. Today's episode will be covering my experience with skincare and my current skincare regimen. I'll begin by sharing a story from my childhood, so let's get started. One of my first memories I have of dealing with my skin is when I was in the fifth grade. I don't know how, but there was something funky going on with my skin before picture day for the yearbook, and I remember telling my sisters and mom about it, and I just remember feeling super insecure about it. Because who wants weird blotches on their face before picture day, right? Um, later on, I found out I had ringworms on my face, and I had to put this thick white ointment over it until it went away. And I know what you must be thinking. Like, ew. I mean, honestly, I would have reacted the same way too. Because one, it was worms. That's super gross. And two, it was on my face. And... Uh, so when I got my hands on that cream, I lathered that stuff on my face the night before and the day of, and I wish I could show you guys the photo, but I don't know where it is anymore. I actually was pretty content with the picture because the rash and imperfection on my face weren't very noticeable through the picture, but to paint a picture for y'all, I had short layered hair and it was all pushed towards the front with the ends of my hair curled in, you know, that super early 2000s look, with a little mini smirk because at that time I didn't smile with my teeth yet. I still had that weird single fang tooth that I was not confident in my smile at all. At all. But let's talk about that for a little minute. What are you most confident of or proud of when it comes to your body or your appearance? Is it your hair, your eyes, maybe you got some abs? your height. For me, it's actually my skin. Ever since I could remember, my mom has always been a stickler about my skin. Growing up in a Vietnamese household, my skin color was always something I had over my head. And I think I can say that most Asian American households always prefer their kids to have their skin as pale as possible. And I'm pretty sure that stems from maybe a sort of class standpoint in Asian cultures. When I was young, I remember hearing that in Vietnam, if you had dark tan skin, you were sometimes categorized as lower working class. People who had more color on them happened to be people who worked outdoors, like farmers, people who worked in manual labor, which my family were. My family were fish farmers in Vietnam. And people who appeared to have lighter, paler skin would be seen as more beautiful and economically higher in class and social status than others who are not. I don't know why lighter skin in Asian cultures is such a big deal because I was never really one to listen anyways because I spent most of my childhood and teenage years at the beach with my cousins or anywhere outdoors, totally being overexposed to the sun. 
my mom and aunties always yell at my siblings, cousins, and I for spending so much time in the sun. But we love being outdoors. My sisters, cousins, and I didn't have much growing up, but we had each other. So we would always go to the beach, play in the water, just soaking up the sun. Even just being outside our home, doing homework, you know, sitting on a blanket, and just being content with all the sunshine that came our way. Those are some good old times. <laughs> but maybe my mom didn't like how tanned I was as a kid. And it showed because every time I went outside for long periods of time, she would always say things like, it's too sunny out there. Get back in the house. You're going to burn and get so dark. You're going to look dirty and smell bad. I obviously didn't really get what the big deal was because I only cared about having fun. But now that I'm older and actually live in a state where the sun is out all day, I actually do try my best to stay out of the sun because the sun rays are strong and sun rays make you age. And I can understand that we all have our own preferences, but what used to be frowned upon now can actually turn into a statement nowadays, just with so many different things, like the subject in itself. Pale skin as beautiful. Like, who decides what is beautiful? Maybe in some countries, but from what I've experienced, the majority of people actually enjoy having some sort of color on their skin. And you know the cliche, we always want what we can have. Well, that applies to everything, including your skin. And as we all know, the color of your skin does not define who you are. You define who you are. So let's not go down a hole of what skin color says about a person. And let's talk about how we can take care of our beautiful skin and celebrate it, no matter what color it is. Anyone that personally knows me knows that there are only two things I normally splurge money on. Food and skincare. So after my ringworm incident, I actually became very aware of how my skin could look and feel. Like not in terms of the pigment, but in terms of the health. Like clear from breakouts, appearing non-oily or greasy or looking super dry. And growing up with five older sisters and two younger ones, I just began noticing what my sisters used to do to maintain their healthy looking skin. And I would always remember seeing brands like Mirage, Shiseido, Clinique, I think even Lancome. But one of the first skincare commercials I can remember is the proactive commercial that was broadcasted everywhere throughout my teenage years. Granted, I never had to use proactive, but it was probably because it was geared towards people who had heavy acne, which I did not have. But because I didn't have to use proactive, I, I still wanted to be proactive with my skin to avoid having to use that product because, I mean, who wants oily, acne-prone skin? So I think one of the first things I started with to maintain my skin was just using toner. And for those of you who don't know what toner is used for, I decided to do a little Google definition for you guys. So here's what it is. Toner removes any last traces of dirt grime and, and impurities stuck in your pores after you wash your face. Toner also restores your skin's pH level, smooth skin by refining rough patches and improved skin tone. Basically, it cleans your skin and attempts to somewhat balance it out. Alright, now that we know what it does, I started using toner because there was a period of time in my teenage years where my skin really did feel out of balance. There were certain spots were dry and my skin was peeling, but other parts of my face were shiny. 
So I asked one of my older sisters if I could try using her toner to see if it helped. And it did. And voila! The beginning of my skincare routine was born. I wouldn't use it all the time, only when I felt I needed it. But now that I'm going into my 30s, I have a six-step skincare routine that I love because I love how it makes me feel and how my skin actually feels before I go to bed. I'm a super advocate for self-love as well as self-care, and this is definitely my form of it. I've also been to a few trade shows where skincare is like everywhere. So if you're a skin guru or a skin junkie or what they call a skin intellectual, this event would be your dream. I know because I've gone a little crazy with all the skincare that I've purchased in my days, especially at these events. But hey, you know, trying a bunch of different skincare products really allows you to get to know and experience what actually works for your skin. And universally, we all know that what will work for me may not work for you. So it's important to educate yourself on the ingredients and chemicals used in the products that you choose to indulge in. You know, from your genetics to what you eat or drink, your occupation, your lifestyle, your skin will be a result of that. It's crazy, right? Therefore, skincare is definitely a priority for me. And I don't know if this applies to anyone else, but I honestly feel like my skin's complexion is an overall result of my health. This is just how I feel about my skin from experience. Whenever I'm stressed out, I break out. Whenever I eat something I shouldn't have or normally don't eat a lot of, I break out. And there are so many things that can affect your skin, so it's important to figure out what those triggers are. I mean, after all, your skin is the largest organ in your body. It's the one thing that's protecting our body and keeping our organs safe and intact. So make sure you take care of those good seven layers that hold us together. And wear your SPF. After years of experimenting with different brands and products, I've learned that your skin's needs can often correlate to the season of the year as well. For instance, in colder seasons when my skin is drier, I feel like my skin could use more rejuvenating oils to moisturize my skin versus like a cream. And in warmer climates, I use more hydrating water-based products to avoid having the greasy, shiny skin. And again, this is just what I've experienced and what works for me. I've used tons of various products from brands like Farmhouse Fresh, Eminence, Sorella Apothecary, Drunk Elephant, Tuwell, Pharmacy. These are all brands that I became familiar with when I went to the trade shows and sampled everything I could get my hands on. But prior to using these uh, brands, I was totally fine with using drugstore brands like Aveeno, Neutrogena, Burt's Bees, and even Cetaphil. But like I mentioned before, since skincare is one of my top priorities, your girl will spend a little bit more on skincare stuff because one, it makes me happy, and two, it just feels good to have beautiful skin and complexion, especially without makeup. Once you experience with skincare and understand what your skin needs, you become a little obsessed with how amazing certain skincare products are and might turn into a little fanatic like me. But okay, enough with how amazing skincare is, even though the science behind it is super dope. I'll share with you all what I do to maintain my skin. 
So let's start with what I eat. As I mentioned before, plenty of times in my previous episodes, I have to have a special diet due to my health. But when it comes to my skin, I really enjoy eating foods that are super beneficial to my skin. And the easiest way to have amazing young skin is to eat foods with collagen in them. And I'm Vietnamese, so you know that our pho soups are loaded with tons of collagen and bone marrow because the base of pho is bone broth that's been cooked for hours. The longer it simmers, the more goodies you get from it. And let me tell you, your girl is a soup connoisseur. <laughs> I, could have had, I could have soup every day of my life. My favorite soup of all time is called Mutin Bao Hui because of all the different cuts of meats and the savory rich lemongrassy broth that always reminds me of home. Any soup that has a bone-based broth will be super beneficial to your skin and health, in my opinion. I also try to incorporate foods or drinks with ginger, turmeric, and coconut in them because they are all naturally so good for you. Ginger and turmeric are really great to help aid in um, anti-inflammatory responses within your body and also helps boost your immune system, which is amazing for my body. Coconut has so many benefits and it's very present in Vietnamese cuisine and natural remedies. And I love drinking coconut juice straight from the coconut. It's super refreshing and such an amazing source of hydration and it has natural electrolytes. It's also low in calories, provides potassium, calcium, magnesium, antioxidants, and amino acids. So thank you, Mother Nature, for creating such an amazing superfood for us all. And thank you to whoever discovered this amazing, uh, all the amazing benefits of this nut. Yes, it's a nut. Isn't that nuts? <laughs> Anyways, my Morning skincare routine, I'm sorry, my morning skincare routine is pretty simple. I just rinse my face with water after I brush my teeth and I pat my face dry. So you gotta remember to be gentle with your skin on your face because wiping it really roughly with a dry towel might be too harsh for your face and it will definitely promote sags and wrinkles and we don't want that. So after I rinse my face, I do a little spritz of toner and I piano tap it in my face. And then I follow up with my moisturizer and sunblock or SPF for the day. I recently learned that it's super important for your skin to be slightly damp before applying moisturizer to your face because it provides better absorption. And that's it. I am currently using a Sorella Apothecary Watermelon Mint Toner. Drunk Elephant's Lala Retro Whipped Cream Moisturizer, and Drunk Elephant's Umbrashier Daily Defense SPF 30. Uh, so that's just my morning routine, but my nighttime skincare routine has a few more steps. So if I'm wearing makeup, I start my skincare routine with um, a makeup cleansing balm from Pharmacy. It's a balm that melts down your makeup without any crazy exfoliants, and that's why it's a winner in my book. I also learned that you should double cleanse, meaning that after you use the makeup balm, you want to follow up with another cleanser. And I prefer using foaming cleansers. It's just another way to work with your skin in a gentle way. And then after I wash that off, I pat my face, you know, lightly before I spray my toner. And then depending on what I need, I apply a serum. But I'm currently using Drunk Elephant's 
glycolic acid serum for just a recent breakouts due to stress. So after the serum, I applied this amazing product called Facial in a Bottle by Sorella Apothecary because it's literally what it is. So a bunch of amazing chemicals and cruelty-free ingredients meant to nourish your skin as you sleep. So let me recite to you the brief description on their website, which is what made me buy it. <laughs> it says, wake up to a refreshed complexion. Achieve that post-play facial glow with even tone and improved texture. This Azlaic Serum uses plant-based retinol alternative, Baku Choil, to reduce the appearance of hyperpigmentation, fine lines, and breakouts overnight. Sounds dope, right? After my facial in a bottle, um, if I feel like using an eye cream, I will, but I honestly don't feel like they do that much for me. I'm actually just finishing up the one I currently have, so I don't waste it. But I just think eye, climb, eye creams are glorified, super concentrated moisturizers. So you might as well just add a little bit more moisturizer around the skin by your eyes, and you'll be Gucci, which is the final step in my night care routine anyways. And there you have it. And uh, when it comes to exfoliating my skin, I usually do it in the shower maybe two or three times a week. And my favorite exfoliating, pro exfoliating product to use is Tuel's Power Scrub. I just love the light, clay-like texture with these tiny little pumice scrubbers. And it has the aroma of lemongrass, which is super delightful. If I feel like I'm in a need of a mask, I normally will do one just once a week and apply a mask pertaining to what I feel like I need at the time. In terms of mask, I'm a fan of thick cream masks because it lays on your face so nicely and you can control how much you put on and can actually feel when it's time to take it off as well. Usually masks stay on for about 10 to 20 minutes depending on the type that it is, but I'm not one to keep my mask on for too long because I'm just impatient in that sense. But when I do use a mask, I love masks from Farmhouse Fresh or Eminence because they're both cruelty-free products. Some of their products are vegan and they're just filled with natural ingredients and add lots of fruits and vegetables within the mask. And my favorite ones are the ones with avocado, green tea, ginger, and turmeric. But all in all, I love products that are cruelty-free and include hyaluronic acid because it's super hydrating. And I also try to get serums with niacinamide in it, which is also known as vitamin B3, because it reduces inflammation and restores your skin's natural barrier against pollution. And it makes your skin look very refreshed and really revived. So, alrighty, that's it. I hope you enjoyed listening to how I take care of my skin. I hope it encourages you to want to be more mindful of how your skin can actually react to your lifestyle as well. I'm just an advocate for skincare and I'm always open to new suggestions. So, if anyone has any questions or concerns, you're welcome to ask. There's so many skin vloggers out there and fun educational videos to watch, and it's honestly my favorite thing to watch on social media. I just love learning new things about skincare, so if you have anything interesting or like a cool video to suggest, send it my way. Let's get ready for our oracle card reading. You guys should know the drill by now. I'll be using the same Chakra Insight Oracle by, built by Karen Sangster. 
So let's clear our mind, relax our body, take a deep breath. As I shuffle the cards, set an intention. If you can, write it down and remind yourself of that intention. Alrighty, here we go. The card that I selected was card number two, and it's family. Belonging, community, culture, tribe. Alright, let's see. Family. Within the circle of family, we discover our belonging and the freedom to truly be ourselves. Here's the card story. Cradled in the branches of a hillside tree, surrounded by the wild currents of life, is found a tiny spiral of protection, an interweaving of color, texture, seasons, and memory, a birthing place, a place of dreaming and discovery, a place of departure and returning. Within the warm center of this woven sanctuary, framed by the feathers of parental love and presence, two fertilized eggs rise into being, bringing new life to the circle of family. Here's the card message. All living things on this great earth have at least one thing in common. We all come from family. We all have been brought to this world by the living beings before us, and many of us will bring new life into form while we are here. Within this great evolving circle of life, which is shared by plants, animals, and humans alike, we each have the living gift of playing our part. This card calls you to return to a sense of genuine connection to who you are and where you are from, to honor and explore the energy of family in the truest sense of world. Not only your immediate blood-related family, but others on your path, in your heart, and in your distant past, who like many of the twigs and sticks of a nest, have played a unique role in weaving together of your life, dreams, experiences, and experiences in this world. You may wish to visit the town you or your parents or grandparents grew up in. You may like to research your family tree or call a gathering of elders to share stories and wisdom from their path. You may feel drawn to respark certain traditions, ceremonies, or celebrations or simply come together with those who you love for the sake of being together. This card invites you to investigate the beliefs you have acquired from your family and culture. Notice what aspects support you and what aspects restrict your choices. It could be the time to reevaluate any restrictions, limitations, and expectations placed on you or any belief systems you have inherited from your tribe, your parents, relatives, teachers, role models, or friends. Does it still serve you to maintain those beliefs and confirm with those expectations? Now is also a good time to reignite your sense of reverence for family and community. Seek to recognize and appreciate each individual and community. I'm sorry. Seek to recognize and appreciate each individual, including yourself, as a vital spoke in the greater family wheel. Within the family Excuse me. Within the safe circle of family, we find both a sense of deep belonging and the freedom to be unique, to play our part in the whole simply by being ourselves. Alrighty, if you like what you heard so far, please make sure to visit my website at generation.blessprout.com where you can follow and subscribe to my podcast. Don't forget to also follow me on Instagram under generation.pod or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Danny.win. And if you're feeling tipsy, please visit my support link at pod.fan forward slash generation and show some love. 
Thank you again so much for tuning in. Stay tuned for my final episode of this season, and I'll talk to you all soon. Hugs and kisses. Our last episode, Singing Bowl, was created with the sacral chakra. So for today's episode, I will be following the order and use the solar plexus singing bowl. Please remember to lower your volume or end this podcast to omit the singing bowl sound if it is not for you. Here we go.